Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Francis Xavier, who was one of the founding members of the Order of the Jesuits. And he's very well known, I'm sure probably all of us here are familiar with the fact that he was a great apostle to the East. And he went to India and he even made it to Japan. And in fact, the faith uh, took quite, uh, quite good roots in Japan um, as a result of his efforts and the efforts of other Jesuits for about uh, a certain space of time. I'm not sure exactly how long, but then at some point the emperor of Japan kind of had a change of heart, a change of mind, and he decided to push out all the Europeans and all Christians and started to suppress uh, the Catholic faith in Japan. And it kind of went underground for a few hundred years and then it sort of resuscitated back uh, in the 19th century. Um, so Francis uh, Xavier's efforts were not completely um, you know, in vain in Japan, but uh, it wasn't as fruitful as probably he would have liked it to be. Uh, but in India, he was amazingly successful, and the, the Catholic faith had a very fresh start and impulse from that point onwards uh, unto this day in India. Um, he, uh, if you read certain accounts, letters of his and whatnot, he speaks about how he, uh, the people in India were so uh, hungry for the gospel that uh, he says, I couldn't, I can't eat, I can't even pray my breviary. Uh, every priest is obliged to pray the various offices throughout the day. He says, I can't even, they won't let me pray my breviary because they want me to teach them the creed or they want me to teach them a prayer or the Hail Mary. And he's talking about little children. And he says, how can I refuse such a devout request? I would be lacking in devotion myself. And uh, it's... Um, he baptized thousands and thousands of people in India, and he was uh, very, very successful. But what I see uh, in St. Francis, and maybe what I'll draw our attention to today, is a certain virtue that is spoken about in our first reading. It says uh, in this passage from Isaiah, A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace. A nation of firm purpose... Open up the gates to let in a nation of firm purpose. And this nation that's being spoken about here is really kind of a, it's an international nation because the church of God is what's being prophetically foreshadowed here in Isaiah. And the church consists of many different nations. So people from India, people from Japan, as well as people from Europe like uh, St. Francis Xavier, people from America like ourselves. And this nation, uh, what distinguishes it is not blood, is not geographical location, uh, is not language, but what distinguishes it and makes it the nation that it is, is, the, is that it has a firm purpose. St. Francis Xavier knew that the most important thing in the world was the gospel, and he had a firm purpose to see it promulgated and to see souls saved. Uh, and he dedicated every ounce of his life and his energy and his waking day and thoughts and everything else to that one purpose. And uh, some people might think, well, this is a little bit fanatical or something, but in fact, this is what Christ calls every Christian to. We can't be lukewarm or half-hearted or half-committed or halfway. He wants us in all the way, 100%. And our salvation is at stake unless we have that kind of fixity 
and strength of purpose. Uh, and, of course, the salvation of others is at stake as well. Our children, grandchildren, friends, family, so forth and so on. So this is serious stuff that we're dealing with here. Christ gives us the example of that, the foolish man who builds that house on a sand and the floods come and it's, it's wiped away. And saying, Lord, Lord, it's not enough. We need to purpose to perform what Christ is asking of us and to live according to the gospel in truth from the depths of our hearts. Now, of course, we do that only by God's grace. And so through the prayers of uh, St. Francis Xavier, today we, we ask for that grace.